the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the Daily Show Prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. This is the hardest moment for me each day, just to confide further in my constant (laughs) striving to be open and transparent, which uh, is a term that one of you used to describe me. I thought was excellent. I am transparent, and I aim to be. So this is not some great personal revelation of sin. Just telling you it is the hardest time of the day for me because I have in front of me many stories, many reports, stories is not the the proper word probably, many reports of the deliberate strangling of our society and it's tough reading and it's tough to decide which to talk about and I have to balance that with a desire that you be informed and fight and not that you despair. Despair is a sin. I believe that, by the way. I do believe it. It's a phrase that one of the theologian scholars that I use when I write my Bible commentary, the Rational Bible, You know what I was thinking about the Rational Bible? Anyway, it's a phrase that that man used, and I thought it was great, that God considers despair a sin. I loved it. I was thinking about giving as my subhead. I don't have a subhead for my Rational Bible. It just says the Rational Bible, and, well, actually, there is a subhead. So, for example, I don't know what is a... The next one, I believe, is God blessings and curses. Each one is God something and something, God something and something. But I, if I had a subtitle for the entire project, all five volumes, the five books that have most influenced the human species, it would be a, the best plan for a good world or the plan for a good world. It is all there. And the founders of the United States knew it, and the haters of the United States hate it. The idea that America should be based on ancient books, wisdom, is anathema to the progressive, the leftist, who is the source of his and her own plan for good. Yes. It does good when you have men in drag lewdly dancing in front of five-year-olds. 
that's that's a plan for good. There is no word that cannot be raped. There isn't. There, there doesn't exist. So, that's my dilemma each day. But you can. You have to fight. If they fought on Normandy against Nazi machine guns, then we can fight in the United States when there aren't machine guns. That's my view. Is that fair? You fight. That's what we have to do. What is the, what is the latest report you just sent me? That California is going to extend the, the, the ban on selling new vehicles that are gas-powered to trucks? All the trucks that are sold in California? So all that will do is end the truck industry in California. Cause, cause, yeah, we're going to have an electric truck. We're going to have batteries that will be able to carry tons of things. Tons? Mm-hmm. That's what they want. <laughs> so that we can affect the temperature of the world here in California by oh, 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 1% of a degree? Or, oh, 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 it'll be a lot, yes. Did you see this story? Did you send it to me? Did I find it? L.A. School District posts woke video on junk food. Have you seen that? Oh, good. You're in for a treat. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) Listen to this. Daily Mail. The Los Angeles Unified School District, which uh, thinks about ways to hurt children. That's basically what it does has received backlash after posting a video that says calling junk food bad is wrong and that diet culture is based on oppression. Everything the left says is is backwards. It's, it's, and, and people believe it, especially teachers. When you hear elementary school teacher today, what do you think? Think of someone who protects children or one who doesn't. The district's Human Relations and Diversity Department. Oh, this is beyond HR. This is HR&D. Human Relations and Diversity. Allegedly posted the video on Instagram, which was made by nutritionist Kira Nyamdiap and Blair Imani, creator of the viral web series Smarter in Seconds. In the video, Nayem Diop, who boasts that people should, quote, eat without guilt, condemns negative attitudes towards junk food. Quote, instead of focusing on good and bad choices, try to approach food with neutrality in mind. Do they hate children? I'll tell you this. I don't think they hate children. I think that if someone who hated children were to design curricula and programs, they would be the same ones that teachers' unions and school districts now use. So the difference between hating children and deliberately wanting to hurt them and what the teachers' unions are doing is zero. See my video at PragerU on 
intentions don't mean a damn thing. It's not the title, but it's what it's about. The video was immediately flagged by the L.A. Parent Union, who called out the district for posting the video online, and Nayem Diop's ties to Mandalas International, one of the world's largest snack companies. <laughs> Controversial video, which is no longer up on the department's Instagram account, opens with a woman presenting a plate of donuts to her friend. Shocked by the half-dozen donuts before her, the friend says the sugary treats are bad for them. But the woman rebukes her friend's concerns. You're judging my food choices based on a false standard of health again, aren't you? Niam Diep then cuts the skit off as she makes claims against false hierarchies of food. There are no hierarchies of food. Diet culture, fat phobia, and systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food, and it shows up everywhere. The nutritionist is then joined by Maya Fino, a black feminist and advocate against fat shaming, who suggests that junk food is not bad for you. We are all incorrectly taught from a young age that our size and therefore the food we eat are markers of our self-worth. Really? I guess there's some truth to that. If you don't have any self-control, people think less of you. This is not true for all fat people by any means. But we're talking about no hierarchy of food here. If If you eat predominantly junk food and drink sugary sodas regularly, then people don't admire you for that choice. My producer watches what he eats every single day, eats very few carbs, and never has sugary desserts, never has desserts for all I know. That's admirable. But nothing, what is admirable on the left? Do you really want your school district to teach your children that junk food is good for you? What does fat phobia mean? That we prefer that people not be fat? I'm overweight. I prefer that people not be fat. I I, I don't understand that. They're sick. Sick people are teaching your children. Dennis Prager here to share a product that can help keep everyone more healthy, Cofix RX. Most of us know that viruses of all types are a part of life. What we don't always know are the right products that could be protecting us. So I'd like to tell you about Cofix RX and its doctor-approved secret ingredient. As a safety measure, many doctors and nurses have been using iodine to swab their noses for decades. Iodine has been in use since 1811, and 96% of us are iodine deficient. Using Cofix RX antiviral nasal spray with povidone iodine is a smart way to stay healthy. Cofix RX is made right here in the USA. It's simple to use. You spray it up your nose, and the iodine destroys germs and pathogens where they multiply 
in the nasal cavity. Check out CofixRx.com, that's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com, for a retailer near you, or use the coupon code PRAGER for 20% off at CofixRx.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. America is not an ethnicity. America is an idea. If those ideas disappear, there is no America as we know it. I don't understand why people who have been raised in this country hate everything it stands for. I don't. I admit it. There's something in human nature that's flawed, which I have always understood, but doesn't mean I always understand that. So the Los Angeles Unified School District puts up a video defending junk food. And it's uh, three women who were quoted in here. Women are disproportionately damaging this country, as I point out to you, because they're so involved in the education system. And they're so involved in depriving children of sexual innocence. I've had to I've had to deal with cognitive dissonance because I always believed that it was instinctive in women to protect children's sexual innocence. But they are in the vanguard of robbing children of that. The vanguard. So here are these uh, three women involved here. Diet culture, fat phobia, and systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food. What do you think of that sentence? You know that my training in reading lies goes back to Pravda. I learned Russian in order to read the Soviet communist newspaper, not in order to read novels, not in order to even have conversations. I could more easily read Pravda, the Soviet communist paper, than I could a menu. So I have a lot of background in reading the manipulation of language. And Pravda didn't do more of that than the left in America. Listen to this sentence from a nutritionist. Diet culture, fat phobia, and systems of oppression have created false hierarchies of food. Graduate school speak. That's a very good point. Yes. No, you can't write that unless you went to graduate school. Ooh, systems of oppression. That's that's a good example. Hierarchies of food. It's an, you're entirely entirely right. Fat phobia. What does fat phobia mean? Fear of being fat. I think everybody should fear being fat. Well, does it mean fear of fat people? I guess it means, because that's what they use phobia for. Who fears fat people? Does it mean hate fat people? Who doesn't know a fat person? (laughs) Some of my best friends are fat. (laughs) Fat phobia. Wow. The nutritionist is then joined in the video by Maya Fino, a black feminist and advocate against fat shaming, who suggests that junk food, this is from the Daily Mail, 
that junk food is not bad for you. We are all incorrectly taught from a young age that our size and therefore the food we eat are markers of our self-worth. So I had read that to you. I don't, but that even that markers of our self worth. You're right. You know, it's a great point. Normal people don't speak that way. You have to learn to speak this. Markers of our self worth. May I offer the thought that in real life, which leftism is in a rebellion against, it is. It's a very important point. In real life. How I look is an element in my self-worth. That's just undeniable. It's not the only thing. It may not be the most important thing. It, it isn't the most important thing. Your character is. And, and one would hope that's how you raise your children. But of course you feel better about yourself if you think you look better. Why would anybody want to deny that? I'll tell you why. A woman writer, whom I don't recall, oh, this has to be 30, 40 years ago. I read, and I wish I could quote who it is, but it's not from me. I I don't like to take credit for an idea that is not mine. That leftism is a rejection of, and then she put it in French, that's what I remember, les faits de la vie, the facts of life. This is a rebellion against the facts of life. These people are so spoiled, they're so pampered, that the, the road bumps of life, including how you look being a factor in how you are regarded, it, it is just true. That's a that's a bump in life. We all have that. That's why, to their credit, people try to look good throughout their lives. It is a, it, it's a virtue. My mother was a model of this. You knew my mother. Well, I might add. My mother remained beautiful till she died at 89. And I, I could show you photographs. The moment was beautiful. My mother dressed up every single day. I have the chills as I, I, re, I reveal this to you. She wanted to look great, especially for my father and for anybody who met her. Every day. Every single day. She did her hair beautifully. I got my, my wonderful, rich white hair from her. You get it from your mother's side, your hair. Or non-hair. I think that was a a positive thing. History repeats itself, and we're seeing that play out with inflation. When Jimmy Carter took office in the late 70s, gold sold for $140 an ounce. By 1980, the price of gold topped out at $870 an ounce. If today's market performs like it did when Carter was in office, the price of gold could skyrocket from $1,800 an ounce to $9,300 an ounce. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. Don't miss out on a great opportunity to purchase precious metals while the prices are still stable. If history repeats itself, we'll see a run on gold, silver, and platinum that will certainly drive up prices.
Be smart and buy now, as I am. At AmFed, you're dealing with specialists who provide you with personalized attention, honest information, and sound advice. You'll never be pressured into buying outrageously priced so-called collectible coins or anything that you don't need. Take advantage of today's prices. AmFed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Male Female Hour every Wednesday. It's now about 15 years, if not more. I'm very touched at how many couples come over to me before speeches at the meet and greet that I often do and tell me how it has substantially improved their marriage. My, my, my Male Female Hour. Almost always I know what they're referring to, and there's a big smile on the guy's face. Actually, there's a big smile on her face, too. And then I always look at the husband and I go, you owe me. And he cracks up. Today's topic is, there are two two topics really. And one is the male desire for variety, which does not have an analog in the female. The best way to summarize this truth about life, which therefore you don't learn in school. School is the opposite of truth, literally the opposite. You would never learn what I'm about to tell you. Not from, not from elementary school to graduate school. Male sexual nature is variety driven. Female sexual nature is not. Okay, that's just a fact. You can deny it because it's uncomfortable. Many, many facts are uncomfortable, but it is true. And I will offer you interesting evidence for it in a moment. It can all be summarized in a great line I heard many years ago. Men love women and women love a man. Did you ever hear that? No. Isn't it terrific? Yeah. It summarizes everything. That's right. It is almost impossible, it might be impossible, for a woman to completely empathize with a man's desire for variety. Variety means multiple partners. And by the way, since we're all grown-ups, multiple partners serially, that means one after another, or multiple partners at the same time. That's that's male sexual nature. Why that is, the biologists offer the belief that the male is programmed to spread seed to as many females as possible to procreate the species. There might be other explanations. It is part of the vigor of men, and if they control it, they remain vigorous and honorable. That's the, that's the trick for a man, remain vigorous and admirable. But it is important for women to know this, and I raise this issue And I said there's a secondary issue, which I may or may not come to, but this is the primary issue. 
men and variety. And if you don't know that about your man, it's because he was embarrassed to tell you. So I tell a lot of wives about their husbands because their husband is afraid to tell you. How will you react? On occasion, I will get a call. I have raised this in the course of my career. And on occasion, I will get a call from either a wife or a husband. And they, they will say as follows. It's not true about my husband. What am I supposed to say about that? That's like telling me gravity does not apply to your husband. If he would let go of an apple, it would actually stay in the air. It would not drop. <laughs> Is that a fair analogy? <laughs> oh, my God. Or a guy will call and say, it's not true about me. And I don't think the man's in touch with his nature, or it may not be true about him. There are rules about life, and not every rule applies to every single individual. But this applies to about as close to every man as it gets. Oh, by the way, my, be my biggest proof that this is not socially induced is gay men. Why do gay men want so many partners? Has that been socially induced as well in a heterosexual culture? Gay men want a lot of men, and straight men want a lot of women. Period. End of issue. Full stop, as the Brits would say. So what triggered this? Two... Uh, Two things that I read. I read the U.S. I don't read all of them. I read 5% of the articles. But I skim down the whole list on Daily Mail almost every day so that I keep up with at least some element of pop culture, of which I am sublimely unaware as a general rule. So I'm familiar with some names. So just happens that in the last, I guess, few weeks, two men married to two of the top supermodels on planet Earth uh, were both uh, accused of cheating, one at length and one with many women. One has led to divorce and one has not led to divorce, and I pray that it doesn't lead to divorce especially when you have a child. So one of them is a supermodel, a, what, what, uh, what is it, uh, a Victoria's Secret supermodel, one of their angels, while they, when they still had, uh, what is it, whose secret again? Victoria's Secret. When they still had Victoria's Secret, I don't think they still have it the annual uh, show with their gorgeous models modeling lingerie and swimsuits and it was a big hit on TV but the left got to it too much sex for adults sex should be reserved for children 
it's a sick world, the left. Adults can't handle the swimsuit competition in the Miss America contest. Can't handle the Victoria's Secret show. But children, uh, they should have Drag Queen Story Hour. Get it? It's a sick world, the left. We don't want we don't want adults looking at women in a sexual way. That's that's really awful. That's non liberated. In any event, she was one of the angels, I guess I guess that's a star name for a Victoria's Secret model. Her name is Bihati Prinsloo. I looked that up because Bihati Prinsloo is not a common name. So she's from South Africa, if I remember correctly. Bihati Prinsloo. So she is a, is a very sexy woman, by all accounts. And her husband, it is now came out on Instagram, had a year, nearly a year-long affair with an Instagram model. And her husband is Adam Levine of Maroon 5. Is that correct, Sean? Maroon 5? Yeah. I'm still with Maroon 4, so I haven't caught up yet. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And he's a big rock star. He's tattooed up to the neck. And they have, I think, I don't know how many kids together. She's pregnant. And the Instagram model has come out and said they've had a year affair and they have some torrid exchanges on, uh, on in texting back in a moment. My pillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale and Giza Dream bed sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager, or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code Prager. Good choice, Sean McConnell, alias Triple G, the gentle, gentile giant. That is the man who runs the technical aspects of the Dennis Prager Show. I'm Dennis Prager. 
This is the male-female hour every Wednesday. Men's sexual nature is for variety. That's how we are programmed. I say we because I'm male. And if I were gay, I'd be programmed to want many men. That's the proof it's not socially induced. That's the way men, nature, male nature is. I have covered this in the past, not been for a while. What has triggered it is two, at least two, well-reported stories here. One is the, i got to remember all these words, Victoria's Secret Angel supermodel Behati Prinzlu, and my heart breaks for all all of these uh, individuals. I even I even hesitated to say their names, but it doesn't mean anything if I don't tell you who they are. The whole point being that the men married to supermodels are as desirous of variety as the men married to normal-looking women. That is how built in it is. So, a, an Instagram model, about 21 years old or so, told the world that she had had an affair with Prince Lou's husband, Adam Levine, of, uh, of Maroon 5. Why don't you play something from Maroon 5, Sean? That would be... It's one of those bands we can't play. It's a band we can't play? Why, because of the words or because of legalities? Legalities. Really? That's fast. Even even ten seconds. All right, look, it is what it is. It's on the list. Huh. Well, anyway, uh, they have records of texts of of sexual of sexual nature with this young Instagram model who claims that they had a year long affair. Again, a man married to a supermodel. The other case is Emily. Ratakowski, the J in Ratakowski, I assume is not pronounced, R-A-T-A-J-W-O-S-K-I, I think. She's another supermodel, and she's married, well, she was married to a, a man who was accused of being a serial cheater. He, so married to this woman, and they're only married a few years. They have a kid. And I'm not, by the way, I'm only mentioning these names to illustrate a point. I am not mocking them or their situation. That is the last thing in my mind. Truly, it is the last. My point, though, is very important, very important, because you don't know the man you're with as a boyfriend or as a husband if you don't know, he wants a lot of women. Period. End of issue. That's the way men are made. Men who are faithful deserve a hug. They do. Do you know that what I have just said, you will, you will not hear at virtually any college in the United States? People who major... In gender studies, don't learn this. The motto of Harvard is veritas, truth. There was a time 
when universities saw truth. They don't now. At all. At all. Whatsoever. In any way, shape, or form. Did I make that point clear? just want to make sure I came through with no ambiguity. So... She is, she is divorcing her husband, accused of, Emily Ratajkowski is, this, you could look them up, they are supermodels. It's a very powerful lesson. Men should know this too. You're, you think if you were married to a supermodel, you wouldn't want another woman, or another woman, or another woman? It's not true. However, I will say to the woman, it helps if you look good. It does. It's not fair. It, it's, it, it's, life is not fair. My, my question today is not whether life is fair. It is how to have a good life despite the fact that life is not fair. So that's uh, the, that's the story Men don't know men don't know what they're in for when they get married, and women don't know what they're in for when they get married. <laughs> That's why it's good to be prepared. Men, you should get married, and please know that you will have to address your nature on a regular basis. And if you do, you lead a happier life. One eight Prager seven seven six. Let's see what's going on here. All right, eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. Hmm. So this is good. Daniel in Lanesville, Indiana. Hi there, Daniel. Are we connected to phones? Can you hear me? Now I do. Thank you for being patient. Well, I I really believe uh, this is a God problem. Uh, I don't understand what you think a woman is going to do after she learns this. And I just heard you say that she needs to continue to look good. But uh, I said she should also give her husband a periodic hug. Well, that would be nice, but he's still he's still a uh, scoundrel because he's attracted to. No, he's not a scoundrel. No, 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 no. You're only a scoundrel based on what you do. You're not a scoundrel based on what you think. Okay, so so why is it healthy for her to know what he thinks, but he doesn't act on it? Because I don't understand love that comes with suppression of knowledge about the person you love. I, I can't do it. I, I couldn't hide my nature from my wife. Well, that's fine. I mean, I do, I do the same thing. I've, got, I've been married uh, 35 years. All right, well, so, okay, so you asked, you asked me why is it important to talk about it, and I answered you. Okay, well, I, okay. All right, good. That's, that ended well. We return, male-female hour. 
Why did you choose this as bumper music? Who, who has legs? She has legs and knows how to use them? That's the lyric? Deep. All right, cool. All right, hi everybody, male, female hour. Big subject, based on at least two contemporaneous events of men married to supermodels, truly world-renowned supermodels, and cheated on them, or allegedly did. And my point being that I've made all of my life, men's nature is to want multiple women. Period, end of issue. It's like your nature is to want multiple desserts. It's, and this is, uh, this is at least as strong as that. The proof of the men is the men who stray from gorgeous women. And the uh, gay male is the other proof because they want multiple men. Lesbians generally do not want multiple women. But, of course, if you go to the university where you learn, you're taught to be an idiot. I mean that literally. If you, do, if you graduate college wiser than you came in, you are truly an outlier. There may be any number of reasons why that even occurred. One of them might be that you were inebriated much of the time. It is the only good I have ever thought existed for getting drunk. And that is, you won't hear what your professor says. Oh, Kadoki, everybody. And let's go to... uh, Oh, yeah, good. Diane, Vancouver, Washington. Thank you for calling, Diane. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. I'm calling because I disagree with what you're saying. That's why I took your call. I've been a, thank you. I've been in love, and I've had men in love with me. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that the men that were in love with me were thinking about other women. And I think that to say that men that are in love... Um, want other women besides the woman that they're with is saying that men don't have the capacity to love as much as women do. And when I was in love, the thought of even being with another man was repulsive to me. And so you think that so you think that men have your nature? I'm saying that I've had men in love with me. And I know that they were not thinking about other women. You're wrong. Because they were... You're wrong. They didn't admit it to you because... They were obsessed with me. Uh, That's fine. I don't... They were obsessed with you, and they would still want another woman. You think that every man who strays doesn't love his wife? Yes. Okay. Well, look. Nothing like clarity over agreement. There we go. It's a perfect example. Hmm. See, because men can so much more easily make a distinction between love and sex, women who think that men are just like them, like my sweet, and she is sweet, caller, think that because she doesn't make a distinction between love and sex, it repulsed her to think of being sexually with another man. That is exactly how a man who loves her would think. However... 
here's the tough news. We're not women in male bodies. We're males in male bodies. We come with a different brain. You can be deeply in love and under the right circumstances, or if you will, wrong circumstances, as the old Yiddish saying states, when the penis rises, sense leaves. It's much funnier in Yiddish. It is amazing how people who never went to college understood men and women so much better than people who go to college today. I swear before God, I believe you become stupider in most cases, having gone to college, and even stupider, having gone to graduate school. That's a sub-theme of this male-female hour. We return. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. I've got a great male-female hour in case you miss it. You know, you can get any hour you want of my show anytime without commercials at PragerTopia.com. The self-induced destruction of our society is really moving at great speed. And here's an example. California regulators, this is the LA Times today. California regulators could soon ban the sale of diesel big rigs by 2040. It goes worse than that. Because you can buy it in another state and then bring it in, theoretically. Nuh-uh. The proposal by the staff of the California Air Resources Board, composed of, generally, white, upper-middle-class, bored, secular people, would further require that by 2035, medium and heavy-duty trucks entering ports and rail yards must be zero emission. Wow. What is That means that trucks will not be able to pick up cargo in California unless they're an electric truck. You realize how soon this is? 2035 is 13 years from now. Just think 13 years ago and you realize how little time that is. So what will happen, you realize, is that what uh, a lot of what you receive, thanks to trucks, you will not receive anymore. So we are having a little harbinger of the utter destructiveness, the 100% destructive nature in environmentalists. A sick, bored, life-crushing group of human beings when they advocate everybody wants clean air and everybody wants clean water. It's an idiocy to deny otherwise. I don't know anybody who is pro-dirty drinking water. Okay, Our drinking water, for the most part, is quite fine. These people are powerful crackpots. The destruction that will take place, it's already happening, it's beginning in Europe, where vast numbers of people cannot afford to heat their homes in the winter, 
un- entirely, not because of Putin. Putin is, is a secondary factor. The primary factor is Europe has stopped producing its own energy. So it relies on a thug named Putin. Factories are shutting down. I know. I read. I read that piece on the air. I'll, I'll read. I'll happily read it again. Lose people lose jobs. The loss of jobs because of this will be staggering. The inflation will be staggering. How are you going to buy items? Supply and demand determine price. Correct. So there will be equal demand, but far less supplies. I'm sure truck drivers can't wait for an electric, uh, an electric truck. How long does it take to? Uh, you have a Tesla. How long does it take you to charge your car? Depends where. What? But and the kind of charge. So any, any, let's say anywhere from one day to twenty minutes. You can charge your car in twenty minutes. Yeah, on a supercharger. On, on a supercharger. Yeah, but there aren't that many. Of them. Yeah, I would imagine. That. All right. So how long? When you do it at home, where you, I assume, have a special... I don't. You don't? Because I can't. I, 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 my, my, my oh, so you can't. I use a regular... You can't because you, you're... Because you're, the way my... Your building is not set up for it. Constructed. It can't, yeah. Can't have, can't have it. Well, that's going to happen more and more. What are we going to reconstruct every building to be able to supercharge an electric car? Do you realize the convenience, my friends, the quality of life issue for every one of us? takes five minutes at most to fill up your car, right? Five minutes at most. The convenience and therefore the quality of life is staggering, and then you can go three, four hundred miles uh, in your car. It will never, in the foreseeable future, it will, it will not take five minutes. If there's some supercharger area, it'll be 20 minutes, and if there's, what, what, so what does a regular charge take? Not the slowest, and not and not the supercharge. What is the average time to to charge an electric car? Oh, you can't. You can't. It's really hard to say. Yeah. It depends how how low your level of. All right. Well, obviously, if you've gone to zero, I mean, that's why I say fill up your fill up your charge. If you're talking about zero, starting from starting zero, from zero, then it's it's hours. It's hours. Unless you're in the Okay, fine. It's hours. That's right. If you're at zero in your gas, it's five minutes. It's really not even five minutes. It's probably three minutes. But I'm talking about the extra minute to pull up and, and, and pay and so on. California is leading the way to destroying the quality of life as we know it. While China increases its economic clout by using coal, We're in the hands of bad people. And leading the bad people are teachers, not all, many, teachers unions, all. American Medical Association, American Bar Association. We, we have two Americas in reality. In my America, you'd pull up at a gas station and fill up in five minutes, say thank you, talk to the other guy filling up, 
not think about it because you have other things to think about your family your work your life your health you don't want to think about filling your car with either electricity or gas you want to think about the important things of life this is a farce a gigantic farcical tragedy California Air Resources Board. Wow. By 2035, medium and heavy-duty trucks entering ports and rail yards in California must be zero emission. I'm, I'm reading this with incredulity. Ban the sale of diesel rigs by 2040. You won't be able to buy a regular truck. Hmm. The new regulations would likely demand a radical buildup of electric charging infrastructure. Placing This is from the LA Times, which supports it. Placing new stresses on California's already fragile power grid and force the trucking industry to reshape how it does business. All for no reason, do you understand? This will have no effect on the world's climate. None. Zero. It is all to make these people feel good and give them an income. The California Air Resources Board should disband. They are so harmful, but it doesn't matter. It's the Democratic Party and the left, and you graduate college believing this crap. Maybe we'll transport things by bicycle. That's all. Just have... Hundreds of thousands of bicycle riders instead of truck drivers. Even their writing. New stresses on California's already fragile power grid. How are we going to solve that exactly? Through wind power? How are we going to solve that? Where is that electric grid power going to come from? Why don't we have it today? Force the trucking industry to reshape how it does business. Wow. No kidding. And you think it'll be as effective? You will have the same things in a grocery store? Take a picture of your grocery store today. Show it to your grandchildren. They'll wonder what country it was taken in. They will. We'll never, we, will, we, we will not have a return to such plentitude of produce and food and other items in the lifetime of your grandchildren thanks to the panic utter total panic of the lie of existential threat to life of carbon dioxide the food of life the Dennis Prager show tell me if I'm wrong Scary, 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 scary stuff happening here because of the fanatics of the environmentalist movement and the left. The left is so scared of COVID, of going without a mask, of visiting your dying mother. The cruelty that the left inflicts in the name of its concern for health and safety is really a fascinating subject 
that's what it does. It is a source of massive cruelty in life. Can't visit your dying mother. My hatred for what hospitals did during COVID is so deep. The gratuitous cruelty they inflicted on people to die alone is is so vile. At, I I you can hear it in me because I I'm so angry. It shows you it's like that Milgram experiment. If experts tell you. Keep applying the electric shocks to the person. And while they're screaming from pain, so long as the person in the white coat says, no, 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 keep, keep inflicting the pain. Of course. Except this is not lay people. This is doctors inflicting the pain. Hospitals. Epidemiologists. Definition of epidemiology is the study of disease that leads to foolish decisions. That is the active definition of the word epidemiology. If you are an epidemiologist and you are not a panic-driven fool, you are a great human being. And you are a very rare human being. This is it too, fear. But I don't care. Look, if you're frightened and you want to wear a mask while you walk your dog, okay, Go to it. But they they inflict the consequences of their being afraid of things on everybody else. That's the bad. That's why they do so much bad. In retrospect, are hospitals proud of the fact that so many people had to die alone? Were we a better society for that? Is this was it unprecedented? They're still masked in the hospitals, right? Totally. Can't go any, in. Any 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 healthcare facility. Any healthcare facility, any healthcare facility. right? Yep. At least in California. I don't know where else. Yeah, at least in California. So I'm reading to you about the the new thing. So how do they how do they in California this, this, this truly awful human beings running this this country? I wish it were a separate country, and I live here. How do they rationalize ruining the lives of truck drivers and the average citizen? with this new law you can't pick up cargo at a rail station or at a shipyard by in, in 13 years if you're not driving an electric truck even though they admit a radical buildup of electric charging infrastructure will be necessary placing new stresses on California's already fragile power grid this is in the support of L.A. Times. So here is Will Barrett, a frightened, power-hungry, life-crushing person, whom I don't know, 
the National Senior Director for Clean Air Advocacy with the American Lung Association. Oh, God, another corrupted medical group. Pound for pound, heavy-duty trucks are putting out far more pollution than anything else on the road. And that's really directly contributing to the fact that California has the worst air pollution in the country. I thought our air was fine. What is he talking about? The American Lung Association has so disgraced itself for so long that as soon as I hear that, I feel like I do with a professor of gender studies. They're the, they're the crackpots on... They were the leading medical crackpots on secondhand smoke, another gigantic lie. 50,000 Americans die of secondhand smoke, and Americans believed it. I don't blame them for believing it. American Lung Association sounds like people are committed to truth. They're not. Pound for pound. Oh, yes, he said that. I read that to you. The combination puts heavy pressure on manufacturers and policymakers to move more swiftly toward emission-free vehicles. Do you know how these batteries are mined? Do you know what what amount of rupture of the Earth's surface is taking place? Do you know the amount of child forced labor or even non-forced labor that is taking place? You know how much goes into one 1,000-pound battery? Do they care? No, they don't care because you don't see it. Many who rely on the trucks for work or commerce are worried the state isn't ready for such a quick transformation. No kidding. There's no infrastructure to support this, said Chris Shimoda, vice president of the California Trucking Association. (laughs) Even if California built up the charging infrastructure starting today, he said it's unlikely there would be enough to support 400,000 big rigs traveling up and down the state by the deadline. Well, doesn't matter. It's like your dying mother. They don't care. Joy, is that true? We teach what should be taught. This is Wednesday, Sunday night. Is the beginning of the Jewish High Holy season, Rosh Hashanah, the new year, and then Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, 10 days later. Mm-hmm. I have now for 15 years been conducting services where I explain everything going on, and there are hundreds of people very moved. It's meant to be very moving, great, great music, which is very important. If you'd like to attend the services, the way to do so is to go to my website under Cited on the Show and you click on the link. And if you'd like to stream it anywhere in the world, the live streaming in 4K. It's uh, like being there. It's not being there. It's not never the same, but it's like being there. That is also available to you through SalemNow.com. Also, the link is on my website. Whether you're a Jew or not, 
is not relevant to this. The services are meant to appeal to the human being who yearns for something deeper in life. If the case for better, if the case against religion, excuse me, against secularism, if the case against secularism is not clear to you, given all of the dangerous lunacies that now dominate intellectual thinking in the secular world, nothing will. Steven Pinker just wrote another book on behalf of rationality. He believes in reason like I believe in God. Of course I'd love to have him on. He's been on, you know, in the past. Of course I'd like to have him on. I'll tell you this, and I, look, I title my work The Rational Bible because my vehicle to God is reason. But it is reason that tells me that reason without God is useless. Reason without God is supposedly what his beloved university, like in his case Harvard, are guided by. My, if I had him on, and I think he'd come on, he's a professor at Harvard, but he's a courageous dissenter on, the, on, the, on occasion, so I would ask him, how come the, uh, the godless university is the institution of the greatest amount of idiocy in our society? And it's not innocuous idiocy. It's pernicious idiocy. I'd love to know what he would say. What do you think he'd say? I have no idea what he'll say to that. You live in the world that said God is not necessary for morality, as you say God is not necessary. And yet your world produces far more idiocy than the religious world. Correct or not, Professor Pinker? I don't know what he'll say. I usually know what people I don't agree with will say. I don't know what he will say. The most secular institution is the stupidest institution. I draw conclusions from that. It's the secular who say there's no male and female in the human species, not the religious. What's going to happen in California? We are going to have, this will, I believe that this will lead to more than recession. I think this will lead to a depression. The, the movement to electric only vehicles in California will produce a depression now that it's also expanded to trucks. But I just want you to know something. Here is a reason given in the LA Times I had not thought of. Trucks are the largest source of nitrogen oxide emissions in California. That did it for me. That turned me around. Just the other day, I remember Sean walking into this studio from his cocoon started coughing his brains out and said to me, Dennis, this is nitrogen oxide. Yeah? Its acronym is NO. (laughs) Yep, my friends, it's a killer. 
So when you don't have enough food in the supermarket because the electric trucks just aren't available and because the electric grid is down anyway, you'll know at least there's less nitrogen oxide in California air. That will finally induce people to leave the state. A lot of very intelligent calls, it looks like. I want to take uh, some of them. Jim in Malibu, California. Dennis Prager, hi. Hi, how you doing? Okay, thank you. I'm taking your office speaker. Can you hear me okay? I do. All right. So uh, I was a test driver for Audi uh, in Oxnard not too long ago, and we were test driving electric cars and engine cars. And we have to charge the cars. Uh, an 80% charge on a car would take up to 40 minutes, uh, depending on the kilowatts of the charging station, because some had lower kilowatts, some had higher kilowatts. <clears throat> Not to mention, you had to wait to get your charge, but you had to wait for people in front of you. So you could easily wait for an hour, hour and a half to get your car on the road again. And one more thing is that uh, I was driving one of the cars uh, on the 118 freeway going down one of the mountain passes, and um, the car completely died at me at 70 miles an hour. It just stopped, and I had to coast to an exit and stop, and then I had to call the boss, and we had to reboot the car like you would when your phone freezes for it to start again. So it's dangerous. Why did, way, why did that happen? <clears throat> the car just malfunctioned. Oh, okay. It, it, it just malfunctioned. The electrical system completely shut down. Everything went dark. Nothing worked until I stopped the car, let it sit for five minutes, and then it had to reboot itself when I pressed So since you're in this uh, field, what's going to happen if GM says it's not going to even make gas-powered cars by 2030 or 2035, what's going to happen? Well, I think a lot of people are lying to the public about it. And and it's all about the money. And what's going to happen is, uh, I, I, I like I was listening to your show earlier, I believe there's going to be a big recession, if not depression. Uh, the... Uh, uh, Transporting goods is going to completely fail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just it doesn't make sense. Anything that's going on right now, nothing. That's that's right. And I'm a guy. I'm originally from Detroit. I worked in the factories and moved out here in '79. And I and I got a job in Hollywood, and I was working behind the scenes for many years. So I got to see how it was working as a, as a factory work working in the Hollywood system. And I tell you. I can tell you stories that the Enquirer would pay me dearly to say. Yeah, well, that I believe. That's another subject. Thank you for calling. 40 minutes on average, plus you wait for the guy to give it up. See, at a gas station, there are, let's say, 10 pumps, 8 pumps, right? So two two islands is 8 pumps, because each island is 4 pumps. Oh, sometimes you wait, of course. Yeah. At rush hour on Friday, and, and you wait 10 minutes. Yeah. And then you do, out, so you're, you even when you wait, you're out in 15 minutes. You have to wait 40 minutes. No, you don't wait 40 minutes. Uh, or, or, 
At least. It's right. If the two people ahead of you, you're waiting, waiting 80 minutes. We're going to build enough by 2035 when we don't have a grid to support air conditioning now? And California doesn't have to heat homes much. We, we, we don't, I, I, I almost never put on a, a, a peat in, in California, where I live. That's frightening. People vote Democrats despite the suicide it induces in the society. Where's the doctor? Here we go. Marco Island, Florida, and Mike. Hello. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So Mike, uh, are you in the shower now? No, I was. Um, okay, I'm in. Oh my god, so funny. I my door was open. I was going. My daughter called me up. My ninth grade. A daughter, Daddy, I forgot my soccer stuff. So I ran home, and uh, <clears throat> and I pulled into the, the circle to drop off her stuff, and I got out, started walking, and I heard you say, Mike, from Mark, I'm like, oh, crap. So I ran back to my car. <laughs> so I'm back in the loop. Okay, you so, did that fast. You're a doctor? I know. Yes, yeah, 24 years internist. Okay. Also, uh, 22 years Army Brigade Surgeon, uh, Field Surgeon. So... First off, I want to tell you what. When my big brother, Rush, died, I began searching, and I found you. And you, my friend, are uh, a breath of fresh air. You, you are fully wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. So, and I have good news for you from the ground force of doctors. Every time I hear your diatribe about doctors, it, it, in the pit of my stomach, I want to say, Dennis, it's not, it's not true. And so... What I'm going to say to you is this. The hierarchy, we call them twigs. The hierarchy at the hospital, they do not. They do not speak for us on the ground. So have no fear that the average doctor, just like me, they're good guys. We are uh, we're conservative, and we understand what we're dealing with with this mass crap. When it first came out, I said to myself, this is a coronavirus. What the hell? Who cares? It's been around forever. And, but yes, people were freaked out. We masked up. But quickly, we learned that, yes, it's true. It's just the coronavirus. So here it is, two years later. I was proving correct. I told all my friends, this is the coronavirus. Who the hell cares? And here it is. It's true. And they, everybody was like, yeah, this is nothing. But the hierarchy are such cowards to the legal system that they will not uh, buck the, uh, the, 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 the CDC. That was... I was being shoved down my throat. Oh, the CDC says this, CDC says that. And the average guy like me, we're in the hospital. We're there for an hour seeing patients, and we're out. We don't have time to sit there and, uh, you know, argue with these, with these morons. So, uh, but the average doctor is just like me. They understand. Right. Okay, and, and so thank you. Thank you. I, I, I'd love to meet you one day. I hope the average doctor is like you. I don't know anymore. Two and a half years ago, I would have believed that. We return. The Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe 
at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 